Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. What's going on, Briston? Where's your shirt, bro? No shirt Sunday. Come on, man. No shirt Sunday. So we just got back from the man weekend, and Asher had a tornado go through his city, literally right across from where he lives. Yep. Shoot, we right. a lot to unpack today, bro. Yeah, we do. Man. Should we do it? Should we get it right into the tornado? Well, let's let's hop into they both intertwine. So we can hop both into both of them. Um, so I was driving from Little Rock, Arkansas to the Awatchita Mountains where our man weekend was. And during this time I was on had the radio on and it, I was able to keep an active and a constant um, knowledge of where the tornado was based off of the cities they were telling me. And so I was speeding down the interstate just a little bit. Not anything too crazy to get around this crazy storm. Um, and then I heard that it was going through Burns Park in North Little Rock, which is like where we put Phil the Burns show run on. And that's pretty close to where Asher lives. And so Asher had no service. We we're in the Wachita's because man, we can, we didn't have any phone service out there. It's just the men. So when I get there after I find our campground, with the men, I tell Asher, hey, dude, this tornado just ripped through Little Rock. And Asher had no service, no way to check on anybody. So what? how did you feel whenever you got the news and you weren't able to kind of check on anybody, Asher? Bro, whenever you said that, so we had actually, so it was me and another guy that were already there before Briston arrived. And that same storm had passed over us that friday afternoon but the storm front was only like it was a storm front but we only got rained on luckily and it was no there were no tornadoes no crazy winds or anything like that so whenever briston told us the news i was like dang that's what you know that storm turned into and uh but honestly bro i had i had peace about it not affecting anybody i knew and luckily i mean that was the case when i got here so the only other concern I had was for the other guys that were supposed to show up after you. Yeah. And fair enough. So we had a group of uh, three guys coming from Little Rock. So sure enough, they ran into uh, a bunch of traffic because of the tornado and took them like an extra, took them like two hours to get from the north side of uh, North Rock to the south side of Little Rock. So that tells you how much traffic is going on. Well, I want to I want to note that Carter, one of the guys that came to Man Weekend, literally recorded or he was on FaceTime with his mom watching the tornado off his balcony. And yep. he was just chilling outside as he watched the tornado just tear through North Little Rock. So, something crazy is he so while he was on FaceTime, it was on the uh south side of the river, the tornado was, so he watched it go over the ridge on the south side literally crossed over the water he watched the tornado cross over the water and then pick up 
on the north side of the river uh, toward North Iraq. And he said it was like his mouth was just wide open the entire time watching it. So, uh, nah, I went back and watched videos of this thing. It was a big tornado, dude. Yeah. It was big. Um, it destroyed like a ton of people's homes and a Kmart, right? Like an entire Kmart or something. Destroyed a Kroger. Kroger, Dairy that's Queen. what it was. Yeah. Just Man. Yeah. So that was pretty crazy. Um, but so day two of man weekends, we woke up and it was nice weather and all. Asher and I went on a 12 mile run and this was actually really funny because we, we had no idea what the elevation gain was or anything. And right when we started our run, we looked over and we saw this really tall mountain. And I was like, Asher, I was like, I want to climb to the top of the mountain before we leave this weekend. And there's this really tall mountain out in the distance. Well, we get to running and I noticed we're kind of going up on inclines and we get four miles in and it starts getting super steep. We're going like eight forty-five to nine minute pace and we're breathing extremely hard. And that's usually like a super easy pace for us. That shows you how much of an incline it was. And we climbed and climbed and eventually we got to the top and that mountain to the distance, we started to look a lot more level with it at that point. <laughs> um, and then we turned around and it was like really kind of easy on the way back. Um, but whenever I got my data downloaded, when I came back home, like two days later, we looked at the map and for six miles straight, we were climbing straight up for a thousand feet total. And then we just bombed it back down. I thought that was really funny. We had no idea what that elevation gain was. So, yeah. And then freaking Ashley over here. That was the fastest 12 miles I ever ran in my life. I was talking and time just flew by. We get to the end. I'm like, Asher, that was a quick long run, huh? He's like, no, nah, dude, that like went a really long time. It's like, geez, man. Yeah, I think it was just the fact that we did 12 miles at eight minute and 10 second pace or whatever which is generally not how slow I'll run. And so it felt like, I mean, we were out there for an hour and 30 minutes and it was like, that was a long 12 miles, not, not very short, but it was a good run regardless. I guess if you talk the whole time, it goes by quick. So don't, don't catch me on the, on a run. Yeah, I was happy to, I was, no, I was happy to have Briston uh, talking my ear off. It was a, uh, it was good for the run. <laughs> hey, sharing a lot of my ideas. Now, I, I really wanted to talk about something really um, that I thought was very interesting on Man Weekend. So day two, Saturday, we all weekend, I'm hearing about this winding stairs thing. And they're talking about, man, we're going to go check out, go hike two miles to the winding stairs, blah, 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 you know, winding stairs, this winding stair, this. And then I got to where I called it the magical staircase. So we we pack we head out and pack out and we hike about two miles and there's this beautiful it's on the little Missouri River and it's just beautiful. It looks like the movie Avatar out there. And I'm like, oh, those are really cool. And then Asher and this other guy up there walking. I don't know who you were with, Asher. And I'm like, these guys are not stopping to admire this beautiful scenery here. So I stopped and they went ahead. Anyway, so 
I'm expecting for us to go up to this cool staircase and us to like climb it and get to the top. That's what I'm expecting. Well, we show up and there's a stream coming down a mountain on the left and then on the right's the river. So Asher and all the other guys go to the river and then they start jumping in, swimming, sitting there talking. And I'm like, dude, when are we going to go to this magical staircase, bro? I was like, well, where is this magical staircase? So Asher was like, you, you can go out and go. We'll meet you at the top. He like pointed to the stream coming down the mountain. And let me give you a picture of what the stream was like. Okay. It had thousands and thousands, probably in the millions of rocks coming down. You can't see the top of this thing. It just curves so much. And there's so many trees that you can't see the top. And there's no, there was like a little bit of a trail there. And then the trail fades away and then there's no more trail. And so you're left having to climb up the stream with slippery rocks and like crazy edges and you're pulling yourself over rocks and crossing the stream several times. Anyways, Asher's like, yeah, man, when we get to the top, it's fresh water. Better have your water bottle on you, blah, blah, blah. You know, talking like he acting like acting like he knew what we were doing. So me, Asher, two other guys are hiking up this thing, man. And we get like 45 minutes in. I'm like, Asher, after asking him multiple times, where's the top? Asher, where's the top? Because we get to a point to where it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. And we're slipping. You know, I I don't like not having control under, of my feet under me. Um, that's besides the point. But I'm like, Asher, where's the top? And he said, I'm going to be honest, dude. I've never been to the top. And at that moment, I gave up. I was like, yep, I'm heading back. And at that point, I was kind of over it. I didn't sleep good the night before because it was cold. My sleeping pad was uncomfortable. I wanted to go home, be with my wife. Anyways, so uh, let me let me tell let me tell the listeners. Briston makes it sound uh, very hellish, but it was, in my opinion, a very nice little walk. And Briston, he turned around and he left us behind. We ended up. Uh, actually jumping in part of the falls and like staying there for a minute. And it was really serene and nice. I promise it's prettier and you should, anybody listening that has any interest in it, you should go because it's awesome. It's an awesome spot. Hold on. We're not done with this yet. Okay. So anyways, we're heading back. They're picking up copperheads. Asher like picked up this baby copperhead with his hand. I was like, what in the world? Touched it. That was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, there's snakes out there. It was very much hellish from my perspective. Yeah, it was pretty, but it sucked. It sucked. So as we were going back down, I was like, I just want to get the heck out of here, pack up my camp, go home. Like, I'm tired. So as I'm going down, I'm coming down, and I freaking slip on one of these giant rocks, and I fall on my butt, and then I, like, slide down, and it was so painful. I had to take my bag off. It was so painful. Um... And my tailbone was hurting. And it still hurts. Like last night, it hurts laying down. It still hurts right now. Like if I bend over, my tailbone hurts. So I probably did something to it really bad, but whatever. The human body heals itself, and that's the really cool part about it. Anyways, so I get the heck out of there. Well, today, this morning, I researched this little winding staircase. I was like, what the heck? I was like, what is this thing, dude? And I look it up, and the winding staircase is not the stream we went up. I went on all trails, and the winding staircase is the trail we took from our campsite 
to the river, not the freaking stream we went up. The stream we went up has nothing on all trails. There's no pictures of it, nothing, dude. And I could not find anything about the top of it. And no wonder there wasn't a trail because it's not a thing you're supposed to hide. It's just a random a random creek from the top of a mountain. There's like hundreds of those out there in the Wachita's. There was nothing crazy to it. So that wasn't even the winding stairs. And so I was like, dude, I was like, I think it's, so it's called the winding stairs recreation area. So you're right. It probably is that entire area, but just so you know, or we shouldn't take for granted that that stream is very unique in that many parts of it. And you saw this many parts of it have been cut out by those waters, like over a long period of time. And it, it develops like, it's really cool because it has developed little pools and little slides, not like legitimate slides, but I mean, rock slides on the way down. So in caves. I don't know. Yeah. There it's was a cool a, cave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta give it a little credit for being a little, a cool spot. Yeah. But, okay. Scenery wise, it was beautiful. I'm just yeah. saying that it sucked trying to climb up and then get back. I was my my legs got all cut up. It was like thorns and bristles. It felt like the Barkley Marathon out there, dude. So, hey man, that's that's just part of it. That's just part of Arkansas right there. Yeah. It was pretty though. I'll give you that. So anyways, there's the story of the magical staircase. Um we got back though and then Asher, what was the aftermath of the tornado in Little Rock like coming back home? So today, um, I went and checked out a couple of the main roads that the tornado crossed. And actually there was some, quite a bit of devastation, literally half a mile from my apartment to the North, uh, across this road called Cantrell. And I mean, entire apartment complex was destroyed. Um, a couple of restaurants, it was crazy. The amount of devastation, but I went on a little bike ride around noon because I wanted to check out Burns Park because like Kristen said earlier, that's where we heard, that's where we will hold the field of burn May 27th. Um, so I rode down there and <laughs> they actually had like road closed signs on the river trail. And I was like, nah, I'm going to disregard those and just keep going. So I rode my bike into the park and there's nobody there. I rode onto the golf course, you know, the whole park is closed and I get up to the, the highest hole and I, and I looked down at um, this valley where part of our race runs through and dude, it's like devastated, wow. like just trees, path, um, like you could, you can see the path the tornado took to this valley. It's wild. So anyways, and uh, I was going to share this during this episode, but my plan is to, um, cause I figure Burns Park being the park that it is, it's one of the biggest municipal parks in the world. They have a lot to focus on and trail maintenance isn't necessarily going to be their top priority. So I think that I'm going to take it upon myself to like call up there and be like, Hey, we have this race that's supposed to happen in pretty much two months, two months time. And you know, like what can I do to get out there and uh, help fix up the trails? So Hopefully we get that going because it would suck for us to have to have to make alterations or anything like that. But yeah, dude, talk about devastation. And, you know, this that point aside, it 
it sucks because I mean, yeah, no, obviously it's, it's not good to lo- to lose a park or to lose any recreational areas, but more importantly, lots of people lost their homes mm. along that route. So feel for them, pray for them. Cause, uh, that's tough, but um, it's life. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Natural di- disasters are just insane, bro. Just mother nature doing its thing. Yeah. So, yep. and apparently tornado season just started. Um, there's this guy I watch on YouTube called Ryan Hall, y'all. If you haven't heard of him, you need to go check him out because he is extremely accurate with his weather. And he explains it in a way that no weatherman on TV does. And that's why his YouTube channel is so successful. But he shows like the whole country and the weather patterns and what's happening and why it's happening. And it's like a 10-minute clip. And if you watch him once a week, he's going to tell you what's going to happen throughout the week. And that's what happens. And so that was that's really cool. But I just watched him recently. He just said that, you know, it's he can't really predict too, super far out. But based off the weather patterns he's seeing, like, we're going to see crazy storms all the way into late April. So, yeah. I'll be safe out there, man. Yeah, seriously. So, anyways, man. Yeah. It's pretty insane and just to see it so close, especially you, man, like that's your home pretty much pretty close. So, yeah. Oh yeah. But Hey, luckily no one, you know, got hurt unless maybe you do know somebody, but yeah. Yeah, dude, there's this uh, race director, Sean Blanton with run bum. That's pretty much what he does. He goes out on trails and he does trail maintenance outside of race directing. So, He's always cutting logs, like falling over trees and stuff like that, dude. And so, like, for someone to clear out a route of their own race, it's pretty common. So, it'd be pretty cool yep. if you got out there with the chainsaw and just start getting the work. So, yep, looking forward to it. Oh yeah, yeah. And we got a crew from my um, my school actually coming up there. I can't. I've got uh, practice and school and a bunch of other life things going on, so I can't come up there tomorrow or tuesday to help out but um we're sending a crew from our school to help up go up there and clean up so we did yeah. should be interesting bro. appreciate us yes sir well Ash, you got anything else nope y'all uh keep little rock and all the other areas that have been affected by tornadoes in your prayers because that's something tough losing your home losing all your possessions even mm. though we Shouldn't put too much too much weight in our possessions, right? Uh, yeah, it's tough. Oh, yeah. just adversity of life, man. It comes and goes. Yep, does it all of us. So, alrighty. Well, we appreciate all of you listening. We were supposed to have a big show, the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show, this Saturday, but the guy that I was supposed to do it with never messaged me back. I uh, kind of got ghosted a little bit by him, so. <laughs> Not sure what's going on there, but we're going to try to get a big um, show out to you guys, hopefully this Saturday, if not, then the next. So, But that's all for the Shooting the Bull episode. Um, and we'll see y'all next Monday. Happy trails. Yep. And happy road to all my roadrunners. See y'all later. <laughs>